and welcome back to the Country Intelligence Report. On the podcast, we explore big ideas, discuss the latest headlines from the worlds of international affairs and consulting. We're excited to have you join us on this incredible journey as we delve into a myriad of fascinating topics and provide impactful insights. Stay tuned as we take you around the globe. On today's episode, we're going to chat about career opportunities in today's market for college students. Now, typically, a college education is considered the ticket to a better career and higher pay. However, in 2022, there's a lot of opportunity for job seekers to earn with or without a degree. I was reading uh, an article in April, employers added 428,000 jobs and wages grew by a solid 5% or 5.5% year over year. And some currently enrolled college students that may be too good to resist. But students are typically choosing to earn earn over learning right now. Um, According to the article, the CEO of online education company, Chegg, he recently said in an interview on on Tech Check, they're they're taking fewer classes so that they can work more hours and have some unenrolling altogether. And really shouldn't blame them, I guess. I mean, it's a smart, prudent business decision for them at the moment, which is, you know, if their salaries are doubled and tripled, why not make that money and give more hours and take fewer classes, fewer or no or no classes. With fewer students returning to school, undergraduate enrollment is down another 3.1% from last year. So according to a report by the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center, based on data from colleges, overall enrollment in undergraduate programs is now down 6.6% compared to two years ago, which is a loss of more than a million students. So with more students opting out of college for the upcoming years and being 17 to 19% of students are unsure about their future college plans, according to the survey by Intelligent.com. So the report actually found that students nearing graduation are most likely to drop out, which is pretty astounding to me. But again, with students choosing to earn over learn, and, you know, students cited that the strong labor market is their reason for opting out or dropping, which is around 31 percent who plan to quit school. So they went they wanted to take advantage of the increased employment opportunities and secure a job. Yeah, that's when you can't see the forest for the trees, you know. Um, yeah, it's uh, I mean, uh, well, I, I say that from my own my own personal experience. I mean, that the world is changing, as we'll we'll get into a little bit later. But um, yeah, that those those numbers are, are quite surprising. Um, I would not have thought that uh, that that sentiment had become that prevalent among young people that uh, colleges, for better or worse, really kind of falling out of favor. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out there, especially with social media and the way that's grown, but also the rising cost of college and ballooning student loan balances, that's played a role as well. Yeah, it, uh, I, I, I can definitely understand that for sure. Um, we're all living uh, really in this era of uh, these these huge loans that we took out uh, really as we were when we were children and uh, dealing with the repercussions of that and seeing how um, carrying that debt burden has really impacted the economy in so many you know unforeseen ways um, I guess it, it was it was bound to happen at some point yeah I would say I mean especially 
you know, in our current age post-COVID or going post-COVID and, you know, they've suspended payments for a while. There's a lot of factors, I'm sure, that are playing into this. Um, You know, the potential loss of students, the potential loss to these students, earnings and futures is significant, which maybe they don't realize right now unless they become one of those Internet sensations or come up with some kind of, you know, specialty in the market where they make a lot of money. This is going to greatly impact the nation as a whole in years to come. Um, However, for these college students that did decide to finish and those entering the market in 2022, jobs are plentiful. Job openings have nearly hit an all-time high at 11.3 million, and employers plan to hire 32% more new college graduates from the class of 2022 than they had hired the previous year. And that's according to a new report from the National Association of Colleges and Employers. It's good news, yeah. It is. And that also means that in-demand candidates can be more selective. So they'll have more opportunities and get to be a little more choosy while maintaining some previous job seekers behavior observed in older members of the Gen Z and late millennials. This group has been particularly impacted by COVID and has a different workplace expectation than their predecessors. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I mean, the world is is really sort of changing under our feet. And, you know, just speaking on college, it's been, as you pointed out, uh, you know, really transformative time in America Uh, these past these past few years in particular. But really, I mean, we can look back to the last decade and there's been a real dynamic shift around college education. Um, And it's kind of been at the forefront of this broader sort of societal change that we're living under. You know, when I was in high school in the early 2000s, college was still very much seen as a necessity and it really wasn't an option in my own household. But, uh, you know, to to enter into or stay within the middle class, you know, the options were limited. Um, it was college or the military, which at that point um, was not to be taken lightly, given that we were at war, many wars uh, in the Middle East, and they were, you know, really in full swing at that time. Um, But now, uh, you know, in a world sort of firmly planted in the information revolution, like you pointed out, with social media becoming more prevalent and different digital routes towards uh, income, uh, gaining traction, and global society at the tail end of this worldwide pandemic uh, and dealing with the looming recession, <laughs> the time and financial commitment to college really isn't as enticing as it once was and and for good reason. Um, you know, but for those who do go to college, I would say, uh, you know, if you're graduating now in this economy, you're really kind of facing a world of contradictions. Um, for instance, in August of this year, the Bureau of Labor Statistics found that there are, you know, are like 10 million job openings. That's 1.7 open jobs for every person looking for work. Uh, that's really good, you know, on paper. Um, but the reality is that the window for these opportunities is really closing rapidly. Um, if you weren't already looking for jobs or in the process of hunting for jobs, um, you know, the next, I would say, even few months are, are going to be quite, uh, quite different than what they are now. With fears of this looming global recession, um, we have firms that are really starting to scale back on their hiring and their investments in their personnel that they already have on staff. And then there's the 
question. Uh, if a person gets hired, will they be underemployed? That is not being paid what their worth is um, or what they believe their worth is due to companies attempting to sort of inoculate themselves against a really increasingly uncertain economic landscape. And you see that sort of across the board um, in terms of companies becoming more trepidatious in how they're approaching their hiring, um, even with these good, you know, these great numbers coming out of um, the government around uh, unemployment rates, um, you still see these, you know, sort of blue chip industry stalwarts um, bracing themselves for uh, whatever may be coming around the corner. Um, even manufacturing firms are starting to, uh, you know, well, actually manufacturing firms are still sort of recovering from a decimated supply chain, uh, which has impacted their hiring practices uh, tremendously. Uh, and the tech giants who've really been sort of the main engine of the economy over the last decade, or one of the main engines, they're seeing their long-term prospects really become uncertain. And that's because of, a, a, like I said, a host of these looming factors around recession, inflation, uh, demand for higher wages. Uh, and particularly in the, the tech side of things, there's this suite of antitrust lawsuits uh, that are going on in the background um, that not a lot of people may be too too in tune to, but they're the government's basically pressuring a lot of these conglomerates to break up their businesses, and that's really impacting their long-term um, uh, forecasting uh, just across the board, and obviously hiring is part of that. Um, and all of these things sort of they they come together to really shape uh, the landscape for young professionals looking to get their foot in the door. Um, but there are silver linings to this, uh, you know, uh, for one, there's been a substantial shift in career priorities from Gen X to Gen Z. A recent survey from the National Association of College Employers showed that salaries, uh, salary in general as a concept, has fallen to the number 11 spot of priorities for graduating seniors. And that's bested by more idealistic factors like companies that embrace diversity, a good work-life balance, uh, companies that have sort of an altruistic mission statement, you know, making the world better type of, of environment. And that shift can really be attributed to a host of societal factors, but it does open up the prospects for these new professionals entering the market um, to expand the focus of their job hunt, uh, you know, expand it to include small businesses, to include uh, NGOs, to include entrepreneurship. Um, and, you know, a lot of those routes that don't necessarily funnel into the larger corporations can connect them with opportunities that are more closely connected to the community, small businesses like the Country Intelligence Group, for instance, um, you know, offer really, really strong alternatives towards um, or rather against some of the larger sort of uh, larger name companies out there that would traditionally be the, the landing place of of the college educated. Um, and a lot of these shifts, I think, is at least is my intuition that a lot of these shifts around priorities are really born out of the experience that we've lived through the last few years. You know, for some, the global pandemic and the the catastrophe that was uh, that came as a result of it really emphasized, um, you know, that life is short and they should do something that they enjoy. 
Um, Very true. You know, uh, and young people tend to be more, op- you know, optimistic and, and sort of idealistic in general. So we it shouldn't be a surprise that their priorities have, have shifted away from, you know, what the, the, the Gen Z or the millennials or the Gen Xers have really sort of uh, set the pace from as they were sort of entering the workplace that was mainly occupied by baby boomers, essentially. You know, and and during the pandemic, you know, students really sort of witnessed this juxtaposition in the in the workplace, and and the I say the the economy and that the the labor force at large. Um, we saw you know companies making record profits, and still making these huge layoffs. Um, which really was sort of a dichotomy that informed a lot of ideas, or I would assume informed informed a lot of their ideas around fairness, um, tipped them off to how they should uh, sort of manage their expectations of what their would-be bosses should do in an economy, or if the economy heads south, you know, what what can they expect? Um, you know, if, if you're, you're giving your all to a company only for, uh, you know, you to lose your job at the the hint of some uncertainty, you know, committing yourself to that brand might not be in your best interest. Um, and very true, you know, and and when you're younger and you have less responsibilities, you have, um, you know, really your your only dependent is yourself. Uh, you can make th- those radical sort of choices to to avoid um, going the conventional route, and. You know, when you zoom out and look at that sort of dynamic playing out on a on a countrywide scale, you can see, like you said earlier, that um, the future is going to look a lot different than than uh, the present does in terms of, um, you know, our, our, our total college graduate population, um, what that means for our positioning in the world uh, as as a leader in you know, intellectual uh, pursuits Um it's uh, it's going it's going to change things quite quite a bit, um, and you know all these factors sort of play a role into the job prospect of young people looking to jumpstart their careers. Like I said, and even though every generation can really be said to have faced their own unique hardships when entering the workforce, I do believe there's something singularly difficult about this new landscape that graduates are being forced to navigate. And um, unfortunately, the, the impacts of these changes won't be felt for some time, but um, it's, it's definitely going to shape the trajectory of the labor market and the economy as a whole for, for the foreseeable future. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Country Intelligence Report. Please be sure to like and subscribe. For more in-depth analysis, please visit us on Twitter at Country Intel, Instagram, Country Intel underscore report, or visit our website at www.countryintel.com.